Hello everyone, it's today's episode of Cancer and Sexuality. The subject of our first podcast is breast cancer. Today we're going to discuss changes in the sexual function while having or surviving breast cancer and gain insight into the side effects of treatments and their mental influence on survivors. Have you ever tried to guess what percentage of breast cancer survivors can feel a negative difference in their sexual life comparing to the average they used to have? Or what are the most common symptoms women have after a diagnosis and during or after treatment? Sadly, most tools like chemotherapy, surgeries, hormone therapy, radiation therapy which give the possibility to treat cancer have potentially detrimental effects on survivors' life quality, sexual functions and body image. But what can be the most common symptoms survivors have? Based on researches, these are several sexual dysfunctions including dyspareunia, decreased sexual interest, desire, tiredness, vaginal dryness and lubrication problems, decreased sexual readiness, breast numbness, orgasmic disorders and lack of sexual pleasure. The prevalence of sexual dysfunctions comparing breast cancer survivors to healthy women is significantly bigger between 32% and 93%. According to surveys, 75% of women having breast cancer can detect deterioration in their sexual life and about 30% of them does not even take part in any sexual activities. What do you think? What can be a long-term effect surgeries or therapeutic interventions can cause? So, these sexual dysfunctions are relatively common during treatments, but the life quality of patients improve after this. It brings some light and hope for those who are still in the beginning or in the middle of a therapy and can barely see the better days coming. However, some of the side effects can cause long-term sexual dysfunctions. What are these? Genital arousal dysfunction, female orgasm disorder or dyspareunia are one of the long-term side effects. Researches consistently show that those having chemotherapy with a breast cancer have bigger chance to have a sexual dysfunction than those who have not received chemotherapy. Many sexual problems can be caused by early menopause, according to the researches because decrease in estrogen levels can cause lower sexual desire, pain during sexual intercourse, vaginal dryness, decreased sexual readiness, deterioration in the perception of sexual stimuli, reduced frequency and intensity of orgasms. Interesting that most of the researches draw the conclusion that patient's sexual health is influenced by treatment-related factors. Those who have also received hormone therapy with radiation or chemotherapy reported higher sexual damage than those who did not have a hormone therapy while chemotherapy and or radiation therapy. Those who had all these three were six times more vulnerable in lubrication and sexual satisfaction problems. But do we have some information about psychosomatical backgrounds? Does this factor have some relation with all these sexual dysfunctions we mentioned earlier? Yeah, of course, women who have been through treatments experience loss in relation to their bodies constantly. We can talk about complete or breast-retaining mastectomy or hair or body hair loss caused by chemotherapy. 
these experiences influences their thinking and feelings about their appearance, their physical and health conditions, or their sexuality. Women with breast cancer have lower levels of satisfaction with their bodies than their healthy counterparts. Another survey shows that this level of satisfaction is very similar to obese women seeking to lose weight. Sadly, many of the survivors can't find themselves that attractive, like before the surgeries or treatment, and they are unsatisfied with their bodies or even find it hard to look in the mirror. In a research, 55% of women claimed that their changes in their sexual life is caused by the fact they don't find themselves attractive enough, and 44% claimed that they have difficulties with getting naked. Sexual problems are mostly caused by the low level of perceived attraction, and bad body image cause low sexual satisfaction. If you try to guess what surgeries can cause a worse body image, you will surely realize that women who had mastectomy have more serious dissatisfaction with body image than those who had breast preservation surgery. Chemotherapy can have effects on body weight, metabolism. Weight gaining is one of the most common complaints women have after finishing a chemotherapy section. It can be a serious negative emotional roller coaster to experience the deterioration of sexual life. Is it only about sex? No, it's not. It can be the fear of infertility, negative body image, low level of sexual attractiveness, the loss of feeling of femininity, depression or anxiety, a change in sexual self-image, many things which can be fateful in a life story. And we did not even talk about losing the breasts, the hair or having irregular period. In some cases it can be another hard chapter to explain these heavy feelings to the partner. Are there any cognitive changes according to cancer or treatments? That's a very good question actually. Yes, yeah, some researches highlight some cognitive changes which are related to cancer and therapy in the field of memory and focus. Long-term effects are not typical, but some can make an influence on the personal functions. Anxiety can be an effect after chemotherapy, which can be observed in a longer period too, also because of the fear of the recurrence of the disease. But, can, but what can we uh, set up an order on the factors that lead to dissatisfaction? Can we do that? Well, not really, but if we want to dig deeper, yes, an important factor in sexual health is the quality of the relationship. The quality of the relationship is a stronger indicator on sexual dysfunction, function and desire than physical changes caused by physical or chemical effects. As a conclusion, it is very important to have a partnership-focused intervention on those couples who fight breast cancer to truly understand the problem and be able to communicate constructively and open about their sexual problems. Would you like to know more about prostate and testicular cancer? Listen to our next episode where you can learn more about it. See you later.